Welcome to Your Beautiful Game Podcast, where we encounter the wins, losses, and everything in between from soccer to life, both beautiful games to play and learn from. We get to choose to prepare, practice, learn, and implement in our own game. Now let's play. In today's episode, we are chatting about some lessons I've learned in 2022 and really how to reflect back on your own 2022 or your own experiences in your life grow from it moving forward and just know that you are doing exactly what you are supposed to do. So I'm going to go over three of them that have really impacted my life, especially this year. And granted, if you've been listening to this podcast, you've really gone with me along the journey of a lot of these things. And I'm going to explain a few of them. And of course, there's a lot more that I've learned, a lot more that I implement in my life. Uh, These are just three really solid ones that come up almost daily in my life and I feel would be really good to share with my listeners and the people who uh, really take what I have to say, take what I have to coach and, and really just see where it lands for you in your life. So... Lesson number one that I learned is change is the most constant thing in this world. I feel like I've mentioned it. I have definitely posted on social media about it. And this came from uh, one of my head coaches when I was working at Orange Theory. And it, it it had to do something with the conversation around like, if you think like your schedule is going to stay the same like you're you're nuts for for thinking that if you think that the same people will come to your class all the time or if the same people will spend the same money and it's the same 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 that was the conversation what i took it as is like yeah you're right like we don't live the same exact to the second day every single day There's always something new in your day. You're always changing. You're not the same person that you were yesterday. You're not the same person that you were a year ago. You're not even the same person that you were five minutes ago because we're ever learning. We're ever trying to do something else. We're developing ourselves. Something comes up in our life that we learn from. And that is one of these quotes that I take with me, uh, especially from that experience and see it every single day in my life. So for me, it looks like growth. And a lot of people that have been listening to this know me personally. And if you were to talk to me right now, the one that's podcasting, sitting right here, right now, talking to you and the version of Kyla that you knew. So I know some of my college friends listen to this. I know that my parents listen to this, like the version of Kyla that you've gotten Who is this one right now? Do you know this 28-year-old one, right? Because a lot of things have happened in between now and then. A lot of things have even changed. I mean, like, sorry, I'm about to cuss. And I say this because a lot of like soccer parents listen to this. But a lot of shit has really hit the fan for me that I've had to really figure out. And a lot of shit has, has changed a lot. And I've grown from it. Uh, At first, I didn't think I could. Uh, sometimes I thought it was impossible and that growth has really shown 
the Kyla, the version of Kyla that I want to be, not just who my family wants me to be, not who my husband wants me to be. And it's cool because it empowers me to want that for myself. And growing is, is, is a really cool process. You know, I don't know if a lot of people have ever heard this or seen this, but you know, growth isn't linear. It's not all one way. You can have ebbs and flows and ups and downs and, and, but as long as you're still moving forward within those ups, downs, all arounds, that, that is like the coolest way to look at growth, you know, and this can be seen as losing something. So losing a person, losing a job, losing an opportunity, losing a game, that is growth. That is change. That is something that you get to still move forward from. This can also be seen as cool new opportunities, a new job, a new friend, a new set of people, uh, someone new that you're dating, anybody like that. And it's cool because I can see this in my different relationships. And of course I have Kyle, but the cool thing is if you look at mine and Kyle's relationship, which we will talk towards the end of the year, which is going to be a fun episode and a sidebar. He gets so much crap for his episode, which is so funny. Um, so he's like, I'm going to show it better. I'll, I'll get there. Sorry. That was a side note, but to get back on track, like, me and Kyle have been together for 10 years and we're going on four years of marriage at the end of this month. And, you know, 18 year old Kyle and Kyla, we would not be the same people we were or the same people that we are in our marriage if we were running our relationship that we were when we first started dating. And that goes with the change that goes with growth. That's goes with really understanding each other, getting to know each other. And especially that we've gone through life things individually we've gone through life things as a married couple and could you imagine if we were running our relationship of 10 years the same exact way that we did when we were 18 and in college and didn't have bills and didn't have dogs or a house or any of these things oh my god we'd get nothing done let me tell you and if you want to look at it that way it's just one of those things that change can be seen as good change can also be seen as bad sometimes can also feel like it's right you can feel like it's wrong and it shouldn't be happening and that's okay and the cool thing is and i read this thing i don't know how many people listen to this know about human design i know a few people do um but human design is like a more in-depth way of looking almost at like your zodiac sign um that's how i kind of like tell people but it really goes to show like the person that you are to a t from the second you are born and these things that stay with you and these things that help regulate you and push you and function you and have you grow and have you change to this person that's even more in depth like this human design which is so cool and if you ever do, you can just Google human design and then you put your birthday in and all this stuff and you'll see what you're, if you're, if you're curious, I'm a manifester. A lot of people are generators and like that's what Kyle is. So anyway, beside the point, um, I just must say this lesson was probably one of the biggest ones that I felt this year because I have grown so much as a person. Uh, I have grown in 
my healing journey. And I've, I've really mentioned this a lot because this is what presently is happening. So what I've really learned is how to emotionally regulate, how to mentally regulate. Um, I'm still learning how to do those things every single day when things come up and, and might feel inconvenient or like old habits dying hard. I've also been learning how to put myself first and not have guilt or shame behind that of, you know, feeling selfish or feeling like I can't do that. I've also learned a lot about myself and loving that person, loving who this 28 year old Kyla is right here, right now. And also really thinking of ways to keep improving without sacrificing my peace. One of my biggest things, uh, when I started this year out, I had a I had a business coach and he was very like into the intuitive stuff and the mindset stuff. And, you know, this word stayed with me throughout the year and it would pop up here and there. And, you know, I, I said it at the beginning of the year. I actually went to go look at some of the goals I set uh, for January. And one of the words that I used was peace. And I just want to feel peace. I want to be able to sit down and not worry. I want to be able to not have my mind race at night and, you know, feel like there's always something that needs to be done and I need to be on all the time. This was the first year I have really taken that seriously of sit down and enjoy, like sit down and just be with yourself. You know, Kyle is actually a really cool person if you would just sit out and listen. And I did that even when it was uncomfortable, even when it was hard to sit down with her. And I think I mentioned this, but there's this thing called a heckler. Your heckler is that little voice inside your head that likes to give you crap, that really likes to just beat you the hell down. And in reality, it's I learned that it's protecting me, but it's, a, it's protecting me in the way that it only knows how. And it's to be mean to, you know, navigate you somewhere else. And that was one of the biggest things that I have really sat down with my heckler and said, okay, what are we really trying to say? What are we really trying to do here? Is it really protecting me or are you just too scared or you have a fear around it or what is that? And being able to learn how to do that was one of the biggest blessings I have ever been taught. I always mention Mike. He'll be on the podcast someday, I promise. Um, Mike really taught me that. And being my authentic self and loving exactly who I am because I get to sit down with all of these parts of me that make me me. And so, yeah, change is good. Change is different. Change is weird. Change is uncomfortable. And the cool thing is there's a reason for it. There's always a reason why something's happening. And I truly, truly believe that down to my core. The next lesson that I learned was very simply, it's okay. It's okay to be me. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel the way I feel. It's okay to stand up for myself. It's okay to do what is best for me. It's okay to put myself first. And this it's okay and for for people who don't know i literally have a tattoo that i have to put 
in front of me to see every single day. If you're watching the video form, you'll get to see it, but I'll also post it on Instagram, but it's okay. And my little okay is like a flower. And the simplicity of it really brings me back to what it is meant for, which is the simple fact that whatever I do, it's okay. Whatever I feel, it's okay. Whatever I experience, it's okay. Even when it's not. There's bits and pieces I can take from it and say, okay, this is in your control. It's okay where we're at. It's okay for this. It's okay for that. And then I get to decipher the things that are not okay, that I am not okay with, that I don't want to deal with, that are not in my control at the time. So it can go both ways. And really the biggest reason why I got this reminder, this little tattoo, is to remind me of those things. When I'm having a panic attack, it's okay. It's meant to happen because I got a lot of pent up shit going on. When I get mad at the dogs, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad that I got mad at them. Or if you're getting mad at your kids or anything like that, if I'm getting mad at Kyle, say it's okay. It's because I'm getting what I need to get out in the only way that I know how to do right this second. And then guess what? It's okay because we are going to learn from this and we're going to learn how to communicate better. We're going to learn how to talk to the dogs better or teach them things new. It's the same thing of with my clients, like they're, they hear this all the time. Well, I can't do this. Oh, I don't feel that. And that's not like the most challenging move or whatever. And they're so funny because they'll get mad at me when I go, it's okay. It's okay. If you don't feel things, it's okay. If you do feel things, it's okay. And some of you might not agree with that. That's okay. Because again, I just said it, but it works for me. And it works for me in the sense that I can decipher what is okay and what is not okay in my bounds. This is all just my own lessons that I'm learning. So a big one was it's okay to put myself first and to think that it's not selfish to do so because I've just had that ingrained in me to put my family first, to put other people first, to put the, my clients first. I always do everything for everybody else. So when is it Kyla's turn? Well, it's okay to cancel on somebody. It's okay to tell my husband, like, I need some alone time. It's okay to go for a drive. It's okay to go to Target. It's okay. Because at the end of the day, it helps me. If I can help me, which means I can help everybody else, my husband, my family, my clients, everybody around me, right? And last one I wanted to really dive into was life has seasons. I want to look at it as seasons. And another analogy is everyone says that life is like a roller coaster. Well, my analogy is you don't got to ride the roller coaster if you don't want to. I'll get into that. So when I say life has seasons, you know, there's four seasons, right? I've learned this a lot from some of my clients and from myself, but there's this thing called seasonal depression or seasonal feelings or whatever. So we all get sad when it turns from summer to fall to winter. Some of us might get real excited that we're not in the Texas heat anymore. Let me tell you. Um, and you can feel that transition. You can feel that change. It goes back to how change is the most constant thing, right? 
You go back to last fall. Did the same leaf fall down in the same exact spot? No. Did you go back to last winter when the same snowflakes hit the same exact part on the ground or stuck to something or anything like that? No. Seasons can be seen as this thing that you go through, but it also passes. So in that analogy, I have gone through so many seasons. You might not have just four. You might have even more. And sometimes we look at it as big changes in our life. Like me and Kyle were talking about how before we moved to this house, we used to live in a, a townhome complex. So think of an apartment complex, but townhomes. And we had a townhome. We had a community there. We had like a dog park community. We had a lot of friends there. And it was just really freaking cool at the time because I needed that in that season. I needed something to do. I needed friends. I needed clients. I needed all these things. And guess what? It was provided to me because I was in this community because we chose to stay there because we have all these things. And when we started feeling like the dog park crew was changing or our friends were moving out or we're all kind of like doing our own life thing, you know, we were also like, are we still in this phase of life where we need to make new friends and we need to, you know, be social every single day and all these things? How we haven't even spent time with each other. Like Kyle actually goes out of the house to work all the time. I'm always here at home all the time. And we feel and felt like our new season of our life was to be in a house and really show people like we're growing up and we're figuring it out and we're doing what's best for us. And not that none of those people aren't our friends anymore or we don't go visit. I mean, shoot, one of my clients, she still brings her dog over here. I love it. And, and Sadie loves it too. And so does Rocky. And it's just a season that we needed at the time, but we don't have to have right now. And so we're going through a new season of figuring out, you know, what's next for us. It might be kids. It might be a family. It might be all these new, new things. Right. But right now we're also enjoying it a lot more than we used to. And I mean, we and Kyle were talking about this the other day that we're probably the most in sync that we've ever been in our whole relationship right now. We know when somebody needs something, we know how someone's feeling, or we know when we need to communicate things better. Or if we, we say sorry a lot sooner, we don't yell, we don't, you know, we are still ever learning this every single day, but let me tell you, we've never been more in sync. And the thing with the townhome, it was the phase of us moving to a whole new city being in a whole new routine, doing whole new things that we haven't done before. And that was a phase. And it's the same thing of the phase before that. I just got out of college. I got into that gym and was like, this is my phase. This is my career building phase. And it's Kyle's too, when he moved out here. And again, before that was our college phase. It's like, oh my God, we're dating. And oh my God, we're getting degrees. And we're trying to figure out what we want to do with our life. And then again, before that was a big change for me from one state to another. It's like, I am going to college, but I'm in high school and high school is like the biggest thing that's going on. And, and you know, 
it's just cool to look at seasons like big changes in your life. And they could be really short. They could be really long. They could be as long as you want them to be. And those seasons, they show you a lot of things. Seasons do just like, just like in our climate, right? It's like fall gets to show us beautiful colors of these trees that you don't get to see three fourths of the year. And that one fourth of the year that you do get to see this, it means that they're trying to change and grow new, new leaves, new roots, new everything. And they're still growing because they don't have the same leaves. They don't have the same things. They have to shed their skin in the winter and then get to show up again in the spring. And some of our seasons go like that. Some of our seasons are very lonely. Some of our seasons are very full of people and full of things that we want. You know, some of our seasons are frustrating. And I've really learned to embrace each season as it comes. And honestly, you guys know that I'm very transparent on this podcast. Honestly, I have been in a really rough season, probably for the past year. And when I say that I've been going on this healing journey, you know, I take steps still moving forward. And the season has just felt so long. And I'm finally at a point where I can feel the change. I'm still in this other season. Let me tell you, I'm still in it. But I can feel that I'm crawling out of it. And you can feel that. You can do that for yourself. And I know that it's going to be even better on the other side. And we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep doing what we need to do. We're going to keep healing. We're going to keep talking to you guys. We're going to keep my relationships going. Whatever is filling my cup and whatever I need to put myself first, it's helping me to get into my new season, to get into my new season of life and show up for not just me, everybody else, once I do show up for me. So that's the cool thing. My other analogy I wanted to talk about was this roller coaster analogy. Now, a lot of us have heard like roller coasters are, are up and down. And like, if you really look at a roller coaster, a roller coaster is going real fast. It's jerking you around. Sometimes you feel like you're going to throw up. You're going up, you're going down, you're going all around. You might lose your life throws you in a loop. There's loops and roller coasters, all of this stuff, right? Well, guess what? The roller coaster isn't the only ride in your life amusement park. You can get off of the roller coaster. You don't always have to go up and down. And I mean, there's there's a, a tilt-a-whirl. We used to call it a tilt-a-hurl. You can get on that. You can go sideways and turn it around. You can just spin around for a while. You might spiral out of control. That's okay. You can get off of that one too. There's that little like every amusement park has one. One of those like lazy train rides it just goes around the park, but it goes like five miles per hour. It's the one that you want like the kids to just ride in so that you can have like time to yourself you can slow down and it doesn't go up. It doesn't go down. It just goes around the park and just takes in the scenery, all that stuff. And you can ride whatever the hell you want. You don't have to stay on the roller coaster because for me, if I stayed on the roller coaster and if I was still on the roller coaster, I would not be talking to you guys right now. I would be not doing what I do. I would be trying to find a job, a real one, is what people say. I wouldn't be having a podcast. I wouldn't, you know, I'd just be grinding all the time. I'd just be doing things all the time that have that have nothing to do with me. 
if I didn't get off the damn roller coaster. I started feeling nauseated. That's what that's what happened on my roller coaster. I was like, dude, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So what do I do? Oh, get off. Okay. Because I was so tired of feeling the way that I was feeling. And I got off. I walk around the park a few times. I hop on a new ride. Didn't like it. Hopped off. That's okay. That's a lesson learned. Now we know though I don't like that ride. Okay, we hopped on the train. We just need to take everything in. We just need to slow down. You know, it's it's one of those things that you get to choose. And I will always say that. You get to choose. And I didn't learn this until I met my coach, Mike. I get to. I don't have to do things all the time. Who's telling me I have to? I get to. I get to choose what to do. I get to live this life that I do. I also get to experience the the life lessons, the bad, the good, everything that comes with it, right? I get to. It's an opportunity to. There's a lot of things that I get to experience that a lot of people don't. And that's on gratitude, you know? And I also like to bring it back to the seasonal thing of soccer seasons. How many soccer seasons are there? There's there's at least two. People play through the through camp and stuff through summer. It's the same thing. You can look at it as the same thing. If your first season, your fall season didn't go as planned as you wanted to as a player, or you know, you feel like you've developed the most, but like your team wasn't doing all that great. Okay. Now you get to bring those skills to spring season. You get to improve even more. You get to show what you did in the last season and bring it to that forefront. So anyway. In conclusion, thank you for listening to all my 2022 lessons. I have a lot more that I've learned, but a lot of them were intertwined in these in these solid three of the change being the most consistent thing. It's okay. Life is seasons and we can get off the roller coaster if we want to. And I'm hoping and definitely feeling that 2023 is going to be a lot different for me, which I'm super excited for. I'm excited for my new season. And also in 2023, we'll have a new season of podcasts as well. See seasons, seasons everywhere. So I hope everyone has a great, great holiday season, New Year's. We still have a few episodes till the end of the year, but start reflecting on your last past year and what you've learned and how you've grown from that. And who's this person sitting here right now listening to this to maybe January 1st, 2022 person right? And just see what we got. So next week, I'll actually be chatting with one of my clients, one of my girls, one of my players that I currently coach uh, and how her journey through soccer as a high schooler, as a goalkeeper, as a teenager is going and how it's shaping her life. And like I said, she's one of my girls. I've had her for a while. Uh, she's a wonderful, wonderful, uh, wonderful player, client, and person. And I'm so excited to interview her. So be on the lookout for that next week. And then just a few things you can support the podcast by following at your beautiful game podcast on 
Instagram. And you can also follow me for my business at Kyla.Duncan on Instagram as well. You can support the podcast by joining our Patreon or even buying some merch on our Etsy store. Everything is linked down below and we will see you in the next one.